0: I'm Garrett Sussman, and this is SEO in 2023. Additional insights. Garrett,
1: what's your additional insight for SEO in 2023?
0: Well, my insight has to do with the proliferation of Chat GPT, this whole concept around using AI generation in your content creation and for a variety of seo purposes
1: it's proliferation is certainly the right word even though it can be a bit challenging to say it's uh it's the appropriate thing to say because uh we're recording this in january 2023 and it was only launched last month but everyone is talking about it testing it seeing what it can be used for so what can it be used for and what shouldn't it be used for
0: Well, first off, it's really important to understand that it is a tool. It is not going to replace writers. It is not going to replace SEOs. And there are limitations to this tool. So basically, it's trained on billions of documents. The first important uh, consideration is that it was trained on documents from 2021. So it's not for real-time search if any information has changed it is not going to take that into consideration in its answers uh additionally you can start using it for a variety of content purposes for idea generation for content brief generation and then for gosh the use cases for it are limitless i feel like we're early on in this technology for how you can potentially use it in your SEO processes. So it could be everything from title tag and meta description generation to classification of keywords, creating topic clusters for any type of schema markup generation. There's a wide variety of purposes for the tool. Yeah,
1: I love how you led with idea generation there. I think there's um, a wonderful opportunity just to augment what people are thinking or what other research tools are providing you with in terms of what topic you should perhaps be using. So does that mean that you're potentially against asking it a question, copy and pasting the answer and just using that as a blog post?
0: Absolutely, absolutely. One other aspect of consideration for this tool is, even in the initial use of chat gpt they kind of give you an alert that it's not 100% factually accurate all the time it still makes mistakes it's in its early development so it's one of those situations where it's a trust but verify you should never ever 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 under any circumstance publish raw ai content output because it might have wrong information it might you know not make sense in certain places the it, it is in essence what it's doing is it's trying to predict whatever the next word is that it would expect someone to write based on these millions of doctors. Documents, you know, that it's been trained on, because it's machine learning, right? So ultimately, uh, you need to always, you know, look at it and edit it ruthlessly before publishing anything.
1: So if it's trained on what it expects someone to naturally write next as the next word, then how come there are tools out there that can identify that hundred percent chance that this piece of text has been written by AI?
0: Well, to that point, it can kind of identify those same types of, you know, algorithmic, you know, language learning models, these large language models, that it's basically doing the same thing, you know, there's, there's confusion as to whether or not Google can identify AI generated content. And, it absolutely can because it's it's all machine learning. It's the same sort of thing. So you know, basically, it's trying to identify whether you know humans have these aspects of of randomness when in their writing, uh, unexpected, uh, unpredictable. You know, whether it's phrases or nuances in their linguistics, and ultimately, the tool, the algorithm can can identify whether or not that is the case, whether it's a robot or a person.
1: Now, one piece of chatter I've seen on Twitter recently is the SEO community or some people in the SEO community suggesting that perhaps actually we could add some snippet of code to a web page to actually show Google that this web page incorporates or was generated by AI. What are your thoughts on that?
0: Well, I think it plays into some of the recent developments of Google with uh, EAT and, and now EEAT. Uh, in terms of expert expertise, authoritativeness, and trustworthiness, Google isn't necessarily against artificial intelligence generated content. It wants to make sure that the content is quality and that the content is helpful, that it's useful, and so whatever the content is if it's actually been edited or you know verified from an expert or an editor then that is considered acceptable now we all know google says one thing and and how the results you know are ranked will fluctuate and it's not always the case but early on at least what they're saying from a from a communication standpoint is that's absolutely fine as long as it's helpful and not just primarily for the purpose of ranking in search engines.
1: Oh, uh, taking you back to something else. Actually, you shared a few moments ago is um, you said first of all, categorically, absolutely, just do not take raw AI content and add it to your website. But you also said prior to that is AI specifically ChatGPT, could be used to generate titles and meta descriptions. Is it reasonable for a big website with lots of pages just to take that raw content without actually manually checking it and using it to generate titles and meta descriptions?
0: I think you know, you probably should not. I think it, it is one of those things with these types of tools because that's the dream, right? To be able to scale and save money and resources and time to be able to use this effectively. And with such short content, that might be less risky. But I would always say that there's the potential that if it's not actually edited by a human, then it could be problematic. That said, there are definitely still situations where the the robots, the AI generated content will actually be better than a really poorly written human content. So it's not to say that there aren't situations where AI content can actually beat human written content in, in the sense of rankings. I would just say it's always going to be a best practice not to assume that the generated content is perfect or or really well written
1: but maybe it might be reasonable to suggest to a manager an seo manager of a of a large site to do a split test maybe 50 urls use the titles that have been been automatically generated without being edited at all 50 human edited ones similar kind of pages in terms of um authority traffic things like that and see which one wins Is, is is that a reasonable suggestion
0: I mean, as an SEO, we we always want to test. I think I think that's a great idea, and I think that you know there's nuances to each site. Uh, what might work for your site isn't necessarily going to work for other folks' site. So yeah, t- test for yourself, see if that works, and you know it's. I think there's one of those things with SEO. Like I'm not necessarily an advocate for what's considered black hat SEO, any tools that are trying to manipulate the system for better rankings. That said, a lot of tactics work until they don't. They're just, you need to, and we're also, you know, as I was saying at the beginning, we're at the nascence of this technology. It's only gonna get better. I think where we're at now is going to look far different in three, five, 10 years. Uh, you know, there's already talk about GPT-4, which is the next version of, of this tool that's been trained on a trillion plus different parameters it's going to make this version look like child's play i'd say the most important takeaway is whether or not you're using it now it's important to adopt and learn the technology because this isn't like you know crypto or blockchain or any of those technologies or even google glasses that was like you know, a flash in the pan, you know, temporary, trendy sort of thing. I think this is here to say and it's fundamentally going to change the way we create content going forward.
1: I'm uh, just looking forward to the day when I can say, AI, listen to this podcast episode and write me some show notes
0: yeah well watch out because i mean you talk about the deep fake there there's all sorts of ethical issues ultimately where i'm saying oh i want to do a podcast with david mm. bain but he's busy so <laughs> i'm just gonna have the ai create the episode for me with using your voice and we are nearly life. there
1: yeah <laughs> there, there are tools out there that can um certainly um create voices which um sound real to me which are quite incredible really
0: yeah it's it's going to be interesting the whole debate around intellectual property, right, Um, in terms of using those likenesses and being these tools, you know, their, their responsibility to put watermarks or protections in place for IP, that's not something that's really being touched on quite yet.
1: Are there any other AI content tools that you'd like to talk about that you'd like to recommend? Because obviously we've been chatting about um, ChatGPT and that's something that's just been uh, launched relatively recently. We've had other AI content tools that have been available for uh, maybe a couple of years or so. Uh, Is there anything that's catching your eye um, at the moment?
0: Yeah, I think there are actually some interesting ones. Now, naturally, any of the AI generation tools like uh, Jasper, Copy.ai are, you know, using a lot of open AI technology for content briefs, which is another use case that I think is incredibly valuable phrase and surfer SEO are great AI tools. And then on the other side of things, if you are going to be using AI generation tools, and you want to ensure that it doesn't come off as AI generated content, originality.ai is a great detector to, you know, look at the content and say, oh, you know, with how much percent certainty is this made by a person versus a human? Because when we're looking at editing that content, you know, that's kind of part of the goal there, not only making it factually correct and making it uh, relevant and and making it timely in real time, but also ensuring that it, it comes from a human, that it looks like it's coming from a human.
1: If there's a content writer that's listening to this at the moment, what can you do to future-proof their earning capacity?
0: Ha, that's great. Well, so I would learn uh, editorial skills, you know, being able to, you know, both structurally, uh, grammatically, thematically edit content. I would learn journalistic skills. One of the big things is going to be able to add subject matter expertise that can't be necessarily easily pulled from an AI generative tool like yet. So that might be interviewing, the ability to find the right subject matter experts and incorporate that into the content. I think those two skill sets are going to be really important. And then ultimately prompt engineering, the skill set to be able to write, communicate exactly what you want the AI to to produce because just because we can ask it to do anything doesn't mean we're not necessarily great at asking it for the right things. That's going to be a skill set in its own right.
1: Do you think um, AI-created content is actually going to increase the value of video content over the next couple of years?
0: Well, I think that video content continues to be difficult because it requires a ton of resources and companies that are doing it well, have a competitive advantage right now. But we need to think of AI generated content isn't just text where there's already, uh, which we didn't even get into, but AI generated image content, and there is already AI generated video content out there. So, you know, that is actually going to be easier to produce in the next three to five years, and more people will be doing that and saturating that as well. So video content will have the same issues the text content has.
1: Well, you've shared what SEO should be doing in 2023, so now let's talk about what SEO shouldn't be doing. So what's something that's seductive in terms of time, but ultimately counterproductive? What's something that SEO shouldn't be doing in 2023?
0: I think I actually tapped into it a little bit during the conversation. But ultimately, it is producing that raw, unedited content from AI generation, it is very tempting to be able, you know, we've seen a lot of success with programmatic SEO, which is basically creating a template and a format to generate a ton of pages at scale. Um, And there is some value in doing that because you know, we're all seducted by scale. That said, you should never really produce this unless unless it's really simple, to your point about like the, the title tags. But for the most part, you really shouldn't be just, you know, unabashedly publishing raw, unedited, AI-generated content.
1: Garrett Sussman is, is the demand generation manager for Rank, and you can find him over at ipoolrank.com Garrett, thanks so much for adding your additional insight to SEO in 2023.
0: Thank you so much, David, for having me.
1: I've been your host, David Bain, and you've been listening to SEO in 2023 Additional Insights, a majestic series that complements the original SEO in 2023 podcast, video series, and book. Find out more over at SEOin2023.com.